made on Zencaster. But I think more times than not, the Black Ranger is like the the one that doesn't fit in with everybody else. <laughs> Dino Thunder, uh, Tommy's moody season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on camera today. We're doing the suit. <laughs> I'm invisible. I'm invisible now. Yeah. <laughs> Zero to Hero, I hope all you grid travelers have found the right podcast to listen to. I'm Billy, your host, and I'm always joined by Jim, the man that puts his head through a window and wonder why he has a pain in his neck. Okay. <laughs> sure, we'll go with horrible, that. One. Horrible dad joke, I guess. All right. Well, Jim, as we know, in this episode, we are going to go in some descriptive depth on some Power Ranger topics. and Just a couple. Who else to do this with than our guest of the week? James. James. Do I introduce myself? Yeah. Or do you introduce me? <laughs> yeah. I was I was so I was like stuck on the name. I was like, all right, should I say this one or this one? So or as everybody knows on Instagram and TikTok, uh Beauty Baby Yaga. So and uh can I just say you have some of the most descriptive like Power Rangers content out there and absolutely love watching it. <laughs> A lot of people say that to me. A lot of people are like, I can't believe that you laid all of those thoughts out so perfectly. I've thought about this so many times and I never have been able to say it like that. And I'm like, I think that I'm just really hyper-focused. It doesn't seem that impressive to me. I'm just like, that's what was like inside my head all the time. Yeah. Like like when you went on about the whole like dino charge thing, I was sitting, I was like, wait a minute. I have never thought about this in my life. Like, how did I never think of like the first six seasons being the uh, same place? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so how is it going over there? Uh, you say you're on East Coast, right? Yeah, I'm in Ohio. Woo! Oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> yeah, you're up there. In the you're... backwoods of Appalachia. Ah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, we're down here in, uh, oh, man, uh, near Central Texas. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah Very no, different. Very no, different. We're disappointed, lifestyle. too. It's fine. Yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, what do you want to get into first on tonight's episode? All right. Well, I know you gave us a list of things you want to talk about, and uh, I want to ask you because you said you say you want to talk about Rangers. Who's your favorite Ranger? Like, what 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 Ranger is the one that stands out to you, and that you really really enjoy talking about? I'm so bad at favorites. Um, so the ones that I like the most, um, I've got three. I usually tell people, and that would be uh, Wes Collins from. Power Rangers Time Force and uh, Zoe Reeves from Power Rangers Beast Morphers and Izzy Garcia from uh, Dino Fury. Tony, you got to meet Wes, which is pretty cool. I did. I also got to meet Izzy and uh, and Zoe. All three of them were at Power Morphicon. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I remember you went there. That's right. Yeah, that was amazing. Clearly, Billy just stated he's a stalker. <laughs> well, she put it out there. <laughs> In my defense. I, I put out a whole vlog. <laughs> well, Jim, what's your favorite ranger then if you're going to start grilling people? Who is your favorite ranger? Um, Norg. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Clearly um, the orange SPD ranger. Come on. Oh, that's right. He did voice him. Yeah. Mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. Okay. Kelson Henderson. He's a legend. I adore him. He played a couple. Didn't he play also Mick Canick as well? Yeah, he's also uh, in the Mystic Force. He's uh, Phineas. Oh, 
Um, and he's the fly in Jungle Fury, Flit. Oh, that's He's essentially like Alan Tudyk of the Power Rangers universe. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Well, he did get his just uh, desserts, basically, like when he was uh, one of the three Rangers in Ninja Steel. So mm-hmm. I give him credit. They gave him a power. So. <laughs> I just would have liked it if he was like the sixth Ranger in season two. Oh. That would be yeah. great. Ah, dang. That would like, be cool. Actually showing up doing something cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. not being such a disappointing season. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Well, I just really wanted to see the, the hamburger morpher, but, like, they didn't incorporate it. <laughs> nope. I know. That was so sad. I'm like, come on, guys. If you're going to steal everything else, be cheesy about it. Yeah, yeah. Not no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, he uh, uses it to take selfies, but that's it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which arc of those three would you like to talk about tonight? Ooh. Because I know you like talking about ranger arcs. and. I, I, let's talk about Wes. Make it easy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wes is just really interesting. He always, I've like, when Izzy first came out as the first female Green Ranger, I was like, she's my favorite Ranger now. But that lasted for about a week. I was on that high for like a week. And then I was like, no, it's just, it's Wes. I love that man. And I've just, it's really sad that my favorite Ranger is like a generic white boy Red Ranger who's rich and like his dad's on the show but, I mean, he is cool enough that he surpasses all of those things. He starts out as, like, very kind of, like, spoiled, and he's treating it like a game, and he's just excited to ride his motorcycle. But then he becomes, like, the most supportive member of the team, even with Katie on the team, like, hugging everyone all the time. When Alex replaces him, everyone's like, no, we need Wes. Wes is our buddy. Wes, is, Wes gives us uh, inspiration and encouragement. See, Michael, Nathan, this is what called Red Ranger character development is. <laughs> Not the cult of Jaden. Well, I mean, he did have a good uh, story in that series because, like, at first they just basically used him to unlock the Morpher. Yeah. Yep. That was about know, all he need, they that's tried, all they needed him for. Try to do him dirty, and Jen was, like, real mean to him. And, Oof, yeah. so mean. Well, like the, what, the first, like, 20 episodes, yeah, Jen so. is just an ass there's to him the entire theory, time? There's also a theory about that that, like, well, not a theory. They said he played both characters. Yeah. Well, he yeah. did, yeah. He they just, just dyed his hair. Grease, like yeah, grease his hair back and dyed it black. <laughs> That's why they look so familiar. That, then they had yeah. like a whole conspiracy about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. You know? Yeah, I've had people be like, isn't it weird that Wes is like Alex's grandpa and Jen's hooking up with both of them? And I'm like, it's 2001 to 3001. He is not his grandpa. Uh-uh. Like. Is- Great, 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 yeah. great. A couple more greats in there. Grandpa. Probably a seventh <laughs> generation up in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's multiple, multiple other DNA sets. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, you know, Time Force in general is always, like, was really great in itself. And I think, what was that? Uh, Disney era, right? No, that was the last, last of Saban. Last was of that Saban. the last Saban? Yes, because right after that was Wild Force. And Wild yeah. Force was the transition between uh, Saban and Disney. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's ah. when they were starting to do all the movement over to New Zealand, hence why all the... Oh, uh, that's right. And does it look a little nicer? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like a little bit spicier, <laughs> like, oh, that's pretty landscape. It's no longer in a quarry. It's still in a quarry, but less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a pretty quarry. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, but the thing about... The one thing I don't like about uh, Time Force is they literally just copied uh, the Time Ranger, like t- Time Monger, whatever it was, the uh, the Sentai version of it. They copied so they it? Did, they didn't change yeah. anything up? 
Not much at all. Like, it's almost plot line for plot line. They had to edit a lot out because, like, in the Super Sentai version, when they would go to commercials, they would, like, shoot guns at the screen and it would cause, like, bullet holes. Oh. And they actually had to edit that out. And then, so they, that's when I gave them laser guns and stuff. Because America, you can't say a couple, you can't say the word die or kill or have guns. Nope. Nope. Uh, this is also around the time when they needed to go back through and change stuff for uh, the final battle. They had a huge tower explode and stuff. And yep. they, they had to t- go back and refilm that mm-hmm. and take that and tell that because you know, 9-11 yep. happened at that time. Oh. And uh, yeah, but... To be fair, like Time Force was one of the best seasons out there because they they, they copied you know they they copied the Sentai but they tweaked it just enough to where it all works out really well. Hence, what they should have done with Power of Samurai and how you know they already had experience not screwing us over. <laughs> I will I will go down to the grave complaining about Samurai now because we have forced to rewatch it because of this yeah. guy over here. So, Are you guys doing that right now? Oh, we already did it. It's, yeah, it's over and done yeah. with, and I'm still mad about it. And there's a long <laughs> rant for about 45 <laughs> seconds of me on this episode, on an episode of uh, the Power Chip of me just cussing out Billy. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> it's a it's a great cathartic moment. <laughs> is there a is there a Ranger arc that you think is underrated? Oh, yeah. I'm just like everything in Power Rangers is spinning around in my head right now, and I'm like, mm, who is underrated? <laughs> I do not know. Uh, I was gonna just throw out. I cannot remember her name. Uh, from Kendra. Uh, Wild Force, the Yellow Ranger. Taylor. Taylor. Taylor that's yeah. It. Yeah. She, she was, was fun. Like they didn't show enough, but she like basically controlled that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, she was the uh, the man in charge yeah. and or the lady in charge, and then uh, Cole shows up and just nope. She's no number number four. Now yep, yep, number four. Yep. Yeah. I uh, just started Wild Force. I'm like eight episodes in um and i have mixed feelings about taylor because like yeah she was the female leader of the team and it's kind of messed up how uh the princess is just like hey the red man is here now okay you're you're not important anymore but also like (laughs) she literally kidnaps him like he wait when i wake up i'm confused so he wakes up and he's confused. There's people talking to him, saying a bunch of stuff. He doesn't even say a single word. And she just like attacks him. She's like, I don't have time for this. I'm like, you, it was eight seconds. It was eight <laughs> seconds. He's just like, wait, what? And then she punches him and they drag him away. You're the like, question is like, how does he speak English? <laughs> good question. Oh, hey, is that, that's I want to know that. Why is, he, why is he speaking English and how does he understand them? Is it like a Power Rangers thing? I know that, you know, the Ranger suits in the comics will translate for you, but, like, that's not Wild Force suits. Are they all the same? Do they have all the same technology? Well, Are they all related somehow? Well, we saw in the comics of the 1969 Rangers that there's a universal language inside the, it, well, to each other and inside the uh, command center. Inside so the helmet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the command so center that, could, that could possibly translate into that as well. It, is every, every like, command center based around the original command center? Uh, okay, my head's hurting. Is there schematics? <laughs> Are there schematics that Zordon made for each command center? Like, he's like, here, here's the base idea for a command center. Use these mm-hmm. so you don't get screwed over. But they never really work for Wild Forces. Wild Forces command, you know, uh, Animarius is way older yeah. than even the command center is. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe he's like, oh, hey, finger guns, here you guys go. Cha 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 cha. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> don't do that again. <laughs> I don't think Zordon can do finger guns because he doesn't have fingers. 
That's true. Exactly. At one point, I feel like he did it once. (laughs) Though, I'll tell you what. I would have bought the whole DVD set if Zordon in the 95 movie was, like, in the shattered glass. Like, go get him, Rangers. (laughs) Da-da-da-da. I don't know. Sold me. I I think he would have been like, (sighs) dead. Yeah. (laughs) That would have made that movie at least 40% better. I need need at least 35 more minutes of Ivanus. Yeah. I wish they had incorporated yeah. him, but as we know, it's a whole different. Story did you uh, did you watch uh, did you watch Hot Fuzz? I have seen Hot Fuzz. Ivan Ooze is the pastor in Hot Fuzz. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, oh, that's him. Peas yeah. and rice. It's <laughs> him. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that but either I, until he told me. Shit, I like, now I have to go watch that again. Oh yeah, it makes total like wait okay, so you yeah. you watch him in Hot Fuzz like ah ha ha ha. You watch him in Power Rangers the movie you're like wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, oh my god yeah, it's <laughs> the same facial structure and like it's the same guy yeah nice. I wish they would give him an arc actually like maybe in a comic series because like he had some really good one liners. Oh yeah, he's also a very scary villain like oh yeah he he's like he understands humans and understands how to manipulate humans very easily. Yes, and we saw. Come on, he makes an entire Uzi thing that will go and control minds. It's very easy for him to take over the entire planet. But he was focused on getting back a Zord to destroy the Power Rangers. Yeah. If he just came back or like had a secondary arc of him like going, eh, I don't need to kill the Rangers yet. I have things to do. He can manipulate the whole world yeah. easily. Well, he also blows up the command center like just with his hands. With a, with a pipe! Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to see the Rangers fight him like in person, not in Zords, because oh, I think yes. that he would be very formidable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like no, where's my pipe at? <laughs> <laughs> like a full-on like, Gandalf moment. I mean, it'd be no. interesting at least, to say the least. Yeah, I would watch it. <laughs> I want, I need, we need more <laughs> Ivanus. Uh, we need uh, we need a direct conversation between Ivan Ooze and Bulk and Skull. Why would you? Yes. We're the Bulk and Skull of podcasting. We we have to promote this idea of Bulk and Skull getting more things happening oh. to them. All right. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> Self promotion much? Yes. Self promotion. We got to yeah. do it. <laughs> Generic audio commercial, Zeo to Hero, take 43. Hey, listener, it looks like you're having fun over here. Listening to, insert generic name here. If you like what you're listening over here, come on over to the Zeo to Hero podcast, where you can join Billy and myself, the Bulk and Skull of Podcasting. If you want to listen to Ranger Powers, and you want to go into and talk about Kai Gundam. Oh, what did I make up wrong? You're supposed to say, Zeo to Hero is the best. And Billy and Jim has Vulcan Skull of Podcasting. It's funnier than any other show out there. And oh. you didn't say Power Rangers, right? Get out of oh, here, dude, again. It. Fine. Generic audio commercial. Zeo to Hero. Take number 44. Hey, listener. It looks like you're having fun over here. Listening to insert generic name here. God. Oh, come God. on. Does everybody have tinfoil hats on? Yes. Do we have to go get them on again? No, mine's built in pretty much. I feel like I feel like <laughs> at this point I have tinfoil on my ceiling. I'm pretty sure you do. It's an oven in there. 
All right, it's hot. Shush. <laughs> so we're going to talk about a couple conspiracy theories. And, uh, boy, Jay, you want to start? You want to start it off? And then. Oh, my, my, my current, uh, my, my current, uh, top running conspiracy theory I have going on on my TikTok. Uh, that is, uh, <laughs> I love this one. Uh, Power Rangers Samurai is 1984. Oh, man. Like it's set in 1984? No, or it's, it's the, the book, book 1984. Okay. The book. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Sheba family is Big Brother. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, if, if you listen to the Power Trip at the very end of the episode, I get into way more detail about it. And right now I have a, a TikTok series going on about it where I'm breaking down each character. So, like, I, I just said Jaden, next is Kevin, and then Mike. And each character lines up with a character from the book. Oh, man. All right, Billy, what's your current I, theory? Well, I was going to see James had one before me. Uh, I don't know if I have any conspiracy theories so much as fan theories, but what are fan theories other than conspiracy theories, honestly? Um, yes. Yeah. The big one that everybody always talks about is uh, uh, Diva Talks being the long-lost sister of the uh, woman who replaces Zordon. Demetria? Demetria. Um, Because when she first comes in, they totally set it up. They're like, oh, she has a sister, and, you know, they were both pure good, but one of them went missing when they were little, and then they never mention it again. And I always think, like, they totally intended to have an arc where you find out that Diva Talks is her sister, but she's like got captured by evil people. And that would explain why at the end, like she gets turned good when she gets hit by the Zordon wave, but her cousin gets turned yeah. to dust. I think they use that plot line in, in space because it's a really good plot line. That, and okay, so I never was thought of that. Yeah. Andros yeah. and uh, Astronema. Yes. It's Astronema. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So, um, I had to pull information from when I was a kid. I don't remember her name off the top of my head. That's interesting. <laughs> I never heard that I, one. Dang. Really? No. Uh, really? <laughs> they set it up episode eight. Come on, oh, man. Oh, well. Episode eight. Well, I give it to her. She's the only one that can, uh, she's the only one that handled the Rangers. <laughs> right. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. She just stormed the whole place. That's all she did. Yeah. Dude, Diva Talks is way, like, crazy. Okay, so I have a theory about Turbo. <laughs> all right, bring it all on. Right. So, oh, <laughs> TJ, all right, TJ, great Blue Ranger in space, right? Great mm-hmm. support Ranger all day long. Terrible leader. He was thrust into a leadership position in a, a, a long-running war with the forces of evil without any prior knowledge about what's going on. Well, and he had a kid on his team. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, too, the kid yeah. was brilliant so the kid was a smart kid but tj was forced like he was promoted into a leadership position where he should have been given that position like someone else should have been given the red ranger position who had more battle experience than he did because he comes in as an amazing blue ranger or, or amazing number two in oh. in space he was fantastic he was one of the best blue rangers of all time but him as a Red Ranger, ooh, that was hard. But he's not a bad character. He was never a bad character. He's just overwhelming forces. He was not prepared for that. I feel like all of the characters are just underutilized in Turbo. And I don't even know how that's possible if they're the only people on screen. But it just seems like every single one of them, it's like, I really think you could have done more with that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you get it's to like, In Space, you're like, oh, this is what I was talking about. 
Like this is this is how it's supposed to go, guys. Like, yeah. well, it was it was in space. Uh, in space, Turbo had different writer rooms. Like they they mm-hmm. had different ideas uh, where they wanted to take the series. One half of the writers wanted to take it during a darker tone. They really wanted to take a darker tone to it, and the other half really wanted to play into the camp value. Yeah. And it, it really messed with the sh- the show. Like you can watch the show, you'll see these really dark moments, and like they kind of. Once the blue moon had these really dark moments, like wow, that was creepy. But then they try to play it off all for laughs. Mm-hmm. And oh. so now, yeah. the question I have is: so we see Justin as the like the first kid ranger, and when he morphs, like he basically becomes adult size. Now the question I have here is: uh, did the morphing grid physically make him taller and bigger, or did he become like a suspended person in anim- and like had like a avatar, like the suit was an avatar? Yeah, so that's my theory is that when they're inside the suits, the suit is taking up like the corporeal space, but the person is kind of just floating in this other dimension inside the suit and they can see out through the visor and control it. Okay. I guess kind of like a Gundam, maybe. Did you ever see the movie Star Kid? Yes. No. It's okay, so it's like a uh, an alien suit and the kid like climbs into it and then like he's still a kid, but he's controlling the suit from, you know, the kid, like, he's still a kid in there. Right. It's like a Gundam. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, we watched it when we were kids. That reminded me of that. And I was like, Star yeah. Kid. <laughs> I mean, that, that theory makes a lot of sense because, uh, of course, we see uh, Commander Cougar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doggy he, Cougar. Doggy Cougar. You know, so it obviously makes a very – it holds water. So, and, But yeah. you also see Justin without his helmet on, and he's just a normal he's kid. A kid yeah. I'm going to say that was a writing mistake. That's a <laughs> yeah. plot hole. <laughs> Like they should have left his helmet on the entire time. They yeah. should have. It would have been a lot better, especially that damn chili bowl haircut yeah. he had going on. Mm. So my other theory is that, uh, so as we know, the blue centurion comes to Earth, right? But he mm-hmm. doesn't remember why. He does, you know, he's kind of confused the why. And uh, so my theory is that he came here because the Turbo Rangers were driving around with no car insurance, and he came <laughs> to give them intergalactic tickets. That tracks. That definitely tracks. God, I love the Blue Centurion so much. I would love to see him in another season because, like, I don't don't like Turbo a lot. I don't hate on it as much as everyone else. It had, like, redeeming features. Oh, yeah. It's a fun season. Yeah, it's a little bit kind of, like, boring and the characters aren't as well written. But the Blue Centurion, he just, like... God, I love him. Every time he's on screen and everything that he says, he says all these like stupid little things. Yes. Like he yes. says like stupid, stupid diabolical like... littering. It's a crime <laughs> or whatever. You're just yeah. like, dude, I, yeah, I would absolutely adore seeing him again in another season, well, interacting more and, with people. Yes. Him and the uh, Phantom Ranger have like a, a mini arc in the comics, which is really fun. Oh. And they're all stupid one-liners. I love them. Yeah. Somebody and, told me that they have like a buddy yeah. comic book. Yeah, it's a buddy. Uh, it's a buddy coming. It's it's between like five art, like five issues. It's yeah. just it's silly. In, You'll in, love it. In Turbo, also you see uh, the Blue Centurion when he summons his Zord that he's escorted by Japanese police. So like, <laughs> I'm just like trying to sit there like, how do they know he's here? Like, does what what? <laughs> he teleports them in. They're yeah. just like, where am I? Yeah, exactly. All right, just driving a straight line, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they, they plucks them out from like wherever they're actually at. Like if they're driving a car, the car's still going. Right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. what? I was driving a car just a minute ago. Is everything is yeah. everything gonna be okay? I actually had another theory, and it's about samurai. And Jim doesn't like it because you know. But I was gonna see if maybe, uh, and maybe if it like makes any sense to you. 
So Samurai, they're the 18th, right? The 18th iteration of the team, right? But not all of them are going to be the 18th because we saw with Emily, uh, she took it from her sister. So she would technically be the 19th uh, Yellow Ranger. No, she'll still be the 18th. That's generation. Generation. Like, that's... Oh, okay. Right. Kids are in the part. Like, if you have two kids, they're the same generation of kids. <laughs> they're still like 18th. But uh, my theory is so, you know, there's. A multiple multiple ethnicities on the team. Uh, my theory is that like they uh, pulled from each uh, region of the world, like a, a great warrior of each region would then you know would basically co- uh, complement the ethnicities of the team itself. I like that. I was always like you know that would explain why you know Emily was like hard headed and you know wanted to take. Uh, monsters on one by one as like you know the celtics were very uh hard like battle hardened and stuff like that you know and uh you know mia was an asian uh i forgot the uh name of the what they like the asian warriors and it would explain why they were like uh close combat and agility and stuff and you know uh what was it mike was like an aztec warrior and that's they're like really good with lance fighting and stuff yeah, it just like it kind of makes a lot of sense, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you know. Yeah. If you just don't look at him and ignore him, he will go away. Thank you. <laughs> I think we should only talk about samurai from here on out. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We did a three-hour episode with two guys about this. I'm not doing it yeah. again. No, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I'll do it again. <laughs> what uh? What's your current like Saban? Neo Saban, Disney and Nick. Um, so I like the Neo Saban a lot. Uh, Dino Charge is my favorite season. Oh, yes. Um, trying to think, it's hard for me to remember what era the season's in. Is um RPM is in the Disney era, isn't it? Last Disney it was the era last is. one. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, the Disney era has some bangers, but that might oh, yeah. be my favorite from that they one had, just because of the writing. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had RPM, Jungle Fury. Mystic Force is actually way better than you think it is. It's oh, Mystic Force good. is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people uh, think it's not good. I like Operation it. Overdrive too, which has some pretty good episodes. I'll leave it like that. And uh, yeah, you you get you get Dino Thunder, you get Ninja Storm, mm-hmm. SPD. They have a great mm-hmm. a lot of great seasons in the Disney era. Neo Saban is like my favorite as well. I do like my favorite Dino Charge has to be Coda, like. It's a walking Coda's caveman. Coda's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Coda's fun, yeah. yeah. I like that they have a caveman and a knight, but they've come up with reasons why each of them were suspended in time until the modern era, so we don't have the plot hole where you're like, well, hold on. If he's really been alive since the caveman era, why is he still acting like a caveman? But oh. he's been frozen the whole time, so you're like, okay, no, it makes sense, because mm-hmm. it was like yesterday for him. That, oh, that's right. And then the knight, he was trapped inside... Uh, Fury. Fury, He's yeah. like chained inside his chest. Okay, so I like that little arc they had with the purple male ranger, the, the guy. Oh, yeah. Albert. He was like 150. Albert, yeah, Albert. He was yeah. like 150. He, just, he could not die. <laughs> and that was so dark. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, I'm 150. I I, I got this when I was 85, and I, I hurt all the time. Just let me die, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay, we're going to take a step back. What? I do give him credit, though, for utilizing a purple, well, the odd colors in that series as well. Because mm-hmm. before that, you know, it was strictly. They had, they like, had three Silver Rangers. Yeah, yeah. they have a, the graphite, the white. Silver and the, and uh, 
is he yeah. white? But he no, like he's all sparkly. Yeah, uh, his graphite, silver, and the the brachio or whatever. Oh, yeah. There's like three oh, silver rangers. Right. Yeah. I was like, okay, and a teal and uh, uh, purple, and then the uh, the evil Death Ranger, which could be talked about on TV in America. Oh yeah, the Dark Ranger. Yeah, from there, the Dark Ranger that was supposed to be uh, Hyde. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, Pickle. yeah, yeah. Which he gets a really good uh, comic arc. Like he gets a great arc in the comic, and uh, one of the you, first uh, Solar Rangers too. Mm-hmm. With the Solar Rangers and yeah. Mike and. Tanya get a great arc as well. Yes. Like the Mike from uh, Lost Galaxy and Tanya from Zio get a great oh. arc as well. And they get a nice little love story and it's beautiful and like they have PTSD and it's a bunch of <laughs> it's a bunch of trauma yeah. bonding. <laughs> nice. And you're like, okay, that's dark. Nice. All right. Hey. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm taking you haven't read it, like any of the comics? No, I haven't. Oh. I um I'm a pretty recent fan, and um, I watch Power Rangers because it makes me happy, mm. and uh, I'm very delicate, so I don't think I can ever read the comic books because uh, oh. watching more mature plot lines where bad things actually happen might destroy me. Oh, fair enough. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair point. <laughs> yeah. Um, re- oh, yeah. Read year one. Year one's great. You're like year one. Year two, start, when they start getting a little deeper and darker into like the, t- uh, the, the stuff... Uh, that's when Dracos are showing up is in year two. Mm-hmm. So year one will be the place you yeah. want to start at. And that's where you want to stick to. Dracula. Yeah, everything else after that gets way darker and yeah. it's a lot more fun. Well, for me anyways. <laughs> yeah. I like the dark stuff, guys. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jim. All right. I want to be depressed about my comics. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that they're doing all of the dark stuff and recognition of trauma and characters turning evil and people actually oh, yeah. dying. But like. That's not for me. No, 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 no. Like, there's, an e- there's actually evil. Uh, there's an actual evil ranger, uh, evil blue ranger, who's uh, only evil because she's afraid of uh, what happened to her. Uh, because Draken and all leads back to him. And oh my goodness, yeah, it's, it's okay. If you like what you're hearing from Zeo to Hero, but you don't want to lose so many brain cells and listen to something a little more sophisticated, then come check us out, Baker Rangers, on YouTube, wherever you find your podcast. We have a fun time, and you won't be disappointed. All right, Billy, bring us back in. All right. Uh, welcome back from whatever God knows break that was. I don't know ideas. I don't ever listen. Listen to these things. Uh, so, Jim, what's what's a common thing between red, blue, yellow, green, white, black, orange? They all have the hex color. No, Jesus Christ, no. They all are color, and they're <laughs> they have theories. That's gonna bring us into our next one. Uh, color theories, and honestly, I want to hear more about this one. So, James, do do tell. Okay, so. <laughs> You would think there would be a reason that a person is uh, assigned a specific range or color. Like a lot of times if there is a magical object picking the rangers, it's like, well, it chose you. Well, why would red pick a certain person? Because if it's just that they're all pure of heart, well, then it would have picked any one of them. And they, you know, but it picks a specific one. Um, so I think there has to be a through line of like traits that make all of the people who are assigned to a specific color similar. Uh, 
And red is the most boring one. The only through line I can find between red rangers is that they're all a leader. All they're all so leadery, and that's like all they have going for them. All of their plot lines are like related to being a leader. Um, Silver Carter, his is shooting things first, asking questions later. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that the Yellow Ranger is always like a supportive character, kind of like the team therapist, because I've noticed a lot of times when there's like an argument and someone has to take care of it, it's going to be the Yellow Ranger. Like in Time Force, Katie is always giving everyone hugs and she's such a support. She's There's an episode where she goes back in time and fixes something for a ghost and no one else even knows about it. Like she's fixing shit for other people outside of the team. Um, Chip from uh, Mystic Force did that Chip too. from Mystic Force. He saves Vita for being a vampire. And yeah. uh, Summer in RPM is basically Dylan's therapist. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zoe from Beast Morphers is like anytime someone has an argument and they're not talking, she'll go talk to one of them and be like, hey, you know, you should probably talk to them. Um, and it all goes back to like Trini. One of the first times that Trini actually gets an episode that's like her plot arc because, you know, sometimes the episodes are more about more like one character than the other ones. Her first like real her episode is about her having a fear of heights and she has to like overcome her fear of heights to help somebody. I'm pretty sure it's Billy. Um, but it's like the whole thing is just about like her helping someone like she needs to get over her shit so she can help somebody else out. And I think that set up a precedent for like the Yellow Rangers are always the one that's going to be there for you and have your back and like sort out your problems with you. Um, I think that the Blue Ranger is always the strongest one, not necessarily physically, but kind of like they're the, the center of the team, like the pillar. Like if you didn't have the Blue Ranger, everything would fall apart. Like TJ in In Space. Like if he's not on that team, it's just chaos. They need him there to like hold everybody together and keep the situation under control. And like Billy in Mighty Morphing, he is constantly like coming up with things to fix problems and creative solutions. And, and then of course there's Coda and Dino charge is literally the strong one. Um, trying to think of another example of that. Um, you have, you have a uh, Tori from uh, Ninja, uh, Ninja storm. Yep. Uh, Ethan from uh, Dino, uh, Dino thunder. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's a really good solid support member uh, who holds the team. together. He's the one coming up with creative ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, Luca, uh, Lucas from Time Force, yeah. I think is the odd one out because he doesn't really do anything. He drives them around. <laughs> that, that's a support move. Yeah. He's the designated driver. Uh, he's see, uh, he's senior Lucas, the chauffeur. I, I, might go on a, I might go on a limb here, and I would say Ollie, with an exception with his mom from Dino Fury. Through I him, Ollie is the support this. character. Yes. Man, I want his mom to become a ranger. <laughs> I wanted him to actually dress like a nerd. Like he, okay, he's always out there in cargo pants and like well done, like spiffy shirts, right? No, I know way too many people who work in IT who have owned the same five shirts for the last thirty years. Yeah. He's breaking down the boundaries. That's, he's proving no, that you can. Pull, I need him wearing sandals, cargo shorts with a bunch of holes in them, and a shirt he got from a startup he worked at for three weeks. <laughs> I need this. Um. I think the Green Ranger is always the wild card on a team. Like, if you're going to have someone who doesn't fit into the box, it's going to be the Green Ranger. Because, like, Tommy's the first evil ranger. So that sets up a precedent of, like, green has to be super different from everyone else. And then I feel like, you know, Ziggy from RPM doesn't even want to be a ranger. He doesn't know how to fight. Um, were you going to say something? 
I, I have a thought on that, actually. So can green and black correlate together? Yes. Because you have Adam, who is a black oh, ranger, yes. who became the green Zero ranger and the green turbo ranger, who was the wild card in all three situations. Yes. Okay. Making sure. Okay, cool. I, I'm... It gets a little, you know, like, how do these people fit into these boxes that I've created for them when they switch colors? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you have, uh, you have Jake, and the answer for that is... There's an explanation. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so, okay, what about, uh, what about pink? What's going on with pink? Uh, I very strongly believe that the pink ranger is the secret badass. Like, there is usually an episode in a season where, like, everybody's and the pink ranger has to fix it. Like there's a specifically an episode where uh, Kimberly has to show up with a bow and like her bow is the only thing that can kill a monster and like everyone is fighting the monster and she has to like run all the way there and save all of them. And then I think about like in Lightspeed Rescue, there's the episode where they all get uh, amnesia and Dana has to like go fight the monster by herself. And by doing that, she like fixes all of their memory and brings the team back together. And then you've, you've got Jen. Jen is just mm. the whole time. She's a secret yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you have uh, well, you have Mia for one episode and uh, Samurai, who's a total badass mm -hmm. and uh, really, really like destroys that monster really well. And uh, who is, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one from Time Force. Not Time Force. Uh, the one from Wild Force. Wild Force. Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. She's a white she's ranger, brilliant. though. Yeah. Well, she's... She has pink white, highlights. But okay, yeah. But she is the pink. White Ranger. She says that she's the White Ranger. Um, but she's, you know, she's a total badass. Like, she's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Can understand the animals uh, uh, with Cole. Like, she understands what's going on with the, the Zords. And she has a couple episodes where she's a total badass. I mean, and, like, completely and totally just uh, stomps on some orcs. Lost Galaxy, uh, she gives up her life to... Uh... That's Kendricks, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Kendricks? Yeah. Kendricks. Uh, you've got uh, Shelby and Dino Charge, like, mm -hmm. is the yeah. first person to make a Zord since, like, Zenowing made all the Zords thousands of yeah. years ago or whatever. Um, and then Ninja Steel, you've got uh, Sarah is, like, an inventor, and she's in, like, all extracurricular honors classes. She and... got screwed. <laughs> they didn't give her the, uh, the lion powers. Damn it. They should have. Yeah. They should have, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, let me ask, what about purple? So, it's difficult to come up with something for purple because there's only two purple rangers. Yeah, yeah. There's three. <laughs> like, in, including in the comics? Um, yeah, the, uh, Bulk, is a, Bulk is a purple ranger oh, in yeah. the comics. Well, yeah. yeah. So I think at one point I had a theory for purple and I have now forgotten what it was. Like, what is the, what's the through line between RJ and Kendall Morgan? They're very, very different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're also very, very smart. Yeah? They are both RJ is exceptionally intelligent, but he doesn't apply himself about, like, in the ways you think he does. Great overseer or, like, mentors. That's they true. Are mentor they roles, are yeah. both mentors. Mm -hmm. And they all, yeah, yeah. Mentors. One, one mentors who become rangers can be purple. Yeah. Well, except for Doggy. Doggy's not that. Well, He's blue and black. Well, maybe, well, black. well, I would say that SPD kind of like is their own different because their colors are don't go to them, but instead they're more like job titles. They're assigned. Yeah, they're yeah assigned they are. Assigned. Assigned. I don't, they're not chosen. Yeah, I would yeah. Ranking thing. yeah, SPD would be something else. So yeah, we could like mentor color would be purple. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the Black Ranger is just like nailed into the position of being the dark horse. Like yeah. so frequently the Black Ranger is like the moody, broody one. 
which doesn't really work with Zach no. from Mighty Morphin at all. He's like dancing and chatting people up. But I think more times than not, the Black Ranger is like the the one that doesn't fit in with everybody else. <laughs> Dino Thunder, uh, Tommy's moody season. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on camera today. We're doing the suit. <laughs> I'm invisible. I'm invisible now. Invisible, yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good point. Oh, God. Not, well, dang, not actually. What about White Rangers? Uh, I think White Rangers are just, like, on point. Like, a White Ranger always looks super badass. Like, they wear white, mm -hmm. and they're clean. So, like, I think that says all you need to know yeah, yeah. about a White Ranger. Like, they're the one who's going to have, like, the sharpest sword and the baddest looks, and they're, like, always standing the right way, and they always know, like, exactly what to do. Um, Look at Dominic. Dominic. Dominic didn't yeah. want to be the ranger, but he ended up being the white ranger for uh Jungle for Fury. a Jungle Fury, and it's like totally he nails does, everything yeah. he does. One of my yeah. favorite suits too. Yeah, yeah it looked cool. Yeah, I him love and RJ him. just worked out really well. I'm sad. I like, I like their relationship. Yeah, I I'm sad Dominic comes into the show so late. Like it would be great yeah. if he was in it more. Very true, but I, I do like RJ and Dominic's like relationship, and the actor who played Dominic's in uh, Stranger Things as well. He's a he's a guard in uh, the, the Russian prison. Yeah, everyone is in Stranger Things. Yeah, oh, for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our, our our friend Sam, she's Vecna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize that the Red Ranger that played in the 2017 movie was Billy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my That's goodness! Him. Yeah, no, he he was great in that. Uh, he was great as the, yeah. the bad guy in season two, three, three, season two and three. He was such an ass. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I had to look up his name. I was like, oh hey, how about that? <laughs> oh man! I always imagine playing a bad guy would be really really fun because you kind of just get to like be a total jerk. Yeah. Get to chew the scenery really well. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it would All be right. freeing. So my question, you and your list of topics you want to talk about, you mentioned something about the sub bad guys, like not the main bad guy, but yeah. like the the generals. Yes, that's what we're looking for. Generals, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly what we're looking for. I the think, generals, yeah, yeah. So like main bad guys are cool, and they usually have like a really cool power up and like a sweet suit. But ultimately, like, the generals often have a far better character development and plot arcs than the main guys because the generals have more room to kind of, like, maybe they change sides for an episode or maybe they're off doing something else for a minute and then they come back and they get suit power-ups and stuff. But then, like, the main guys, I mean, in, like, Mystic Force, the main villain is just, like, an eyeball. <laughs> so, yeah. like, sometimes the main villains get screwed over just being, like, this sort of boring person who like points and says make my monster grow but then like the second in command kind of has more wiggle room to be a really interesting character like I mean, uh like lothar uh he was great in ninja storm but his uh, his generals were far more interesting yeah. yeah but he had that great great leather mask going on which is fantastic I, I, he's one of my favorites i do like and then, some of them actually play longer plots in throughout the series like as we saw uh, scrozzle he actually mm -hmm. plays a big part in multiple seasons in dino fury too because he actually helps yep. zed get a staff mm -hmm. so i actually like that too like they they're not one and done some of them actually go a couple other seasons like mentioned yep. down the line 
Um, look at the uh, look at the uh, uh, the 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 tiger. The tigers from uh, the tiger bad guys from Operation Overdrive. They had uh, wheelings and dealings everywhere. Yeah. They were always always there, always screwing something, uh, screwing someone over. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, heck, I, I think I think that Operation Overdrive had the most interesting villain like sub arcs. Because they were brothers, they had the the tiger showing up. They had the other uh, those uh, the the guy in the blue helmet show up, screwing everyone over. Like it was a power play the entire time for all four main villains, and I think their sub uh, their generals were were fun. And I know Operation Drug gets a lot of flack, but I feel like the villains in that season yes. got were well done, like or at least and. What they had to work with, they were fun to, to see in how, how they acted with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Another really good example of a season where the generals are way more developed than the main villain is RPM. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Vinjex is, is also just an eyeball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, Three-fourths of the season, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys actually, like, go out and do stuff, talk about things. They're all fighting to see mm-hmm. who's going to be the his favorite I do like how RPM has uh, a lot of over arcs, uh, over arc villain moments. So like the uh, the the Vengex virus uh, converting people to androids. Yeah, that was a really cool over arc. And uh, the original last episode for the season was supposed to be called Ranger Black, and it was supposed to be the Rangers fighting Dylan. Mm-hmm. But instead of Dylan, it's Vengex, but with the 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 Black Ranger powers because they're locked to the person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have been crazy. Yeah, cool that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, like Vengex as a ranger? What? I do like Vengex because he actually shows up again uh, mm-hmm. by uh, getting tricked, like tricking. Them Why does he have a beard? Why? Why does he make himself a robot face with a beard? Who Vengex? Uh, yeah, and uh, the end of the season, his, his last personality probably does. The, yeah. the last iteration, <laughs> he's sitting there with a beard. I'm like, why does he need a beard? <laughs> he wanted it. That's you it. know. Yeah. <laughs> like at what point? <laughs> but yeah. yes, but then he comes back as uh, Evox. Uh, Evox, yes. yeah, he comes back as Evox, and he doesn't have a beard in that one. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's right. He does come back as Evox. That's right. He as... has like dreadlocks, though. Yeah. Uh... I feel like he's in a midlife crisis. <laughs> <Probably>. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Showing up with a beard the next week. You see him with dreadlocks. What's going on, buddy? You okay, man? <laughs> Life's hard for a computer virus, you know? His mom never wanted him. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Do you need to go buy an expensive car or something, man? Are, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what would you say would be your favorite uh, villain throughout the series? Or villain well, duo? So far. So far. I really like Lothor and Mara and Capri from Ninja Storm just because they're freaking hilarious. Um but then, as far as, like, really awesome plot arcs, I love um, Ecliptor in uh, in space. It's just amazing. I love that his whole thing is, like, I'm evil, but uh, I raise you and I care about you. So whatever you're doing, like, I'm here for it. Cause that's... Love is not evil. Love is good. Like, yeah. love, is, love, is, love is love. <laughs> and just... I love you. Oh, God, it f***ing slays me at the end of that season when he, like, jumps in front of her so she doesn't get hit by the Zordon wave because he's, like, worried it's going to blow her up. And you're just like, no. <laughs> I actually liked you, damn it. <laughs> you're so cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some more, like, recent ones that I really liked. And yet, nothing comes to mind. Oh, I love the um, side villains in Lightspeed Rescue. 
Lightspeed Rescue mm. is so bizarre because it like starts out very kind of like stale and all of the villains are kind of monotone and you're like, mm. why am I watching this? And then like six episodes in, it's like you couldn't stop watching it if you wanted to. You love all yeah. the rangers and you're like, you're in love with everything that they do and say. And then all of the villains just like turn it around on you and they're like, wait, no, we're BFFs and like we're chilling down here. And uh, yeah. if one of us like, blows up, you're going to cry. It's like, we might be evil, but we got a sweet, uh, we got a sweet pad and we're family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I absolutely love Lightspeed Rescue because that was the first series that instead of being high schoolers or, you know, random teens, they actually had professions. Yeah. And yeah, I, I love that idea. Yeah. yeah. They're adults. Yeah. Well, we had, uh, we had Lost Galaxy before that too. Yeah, but they, Lost Galaxy, they, they weren't teenagers. They were, they were professionals. They're still in high school. Yeah. Oh wait, no, Lost Galaxy. I'm sorry. I, I was in, translated that to in space in my brain. In space, <laughs> they had, uh, they had high school for like three days. <laughs> yeah. They definitely it's failed. Problems. They yeah. flushed out. And, but uh, yeah, Lights, uh, Lost Galaxy, they they weren't they weren't in high school. No, uh, yeah, they was, are. Uh, yeah. I the mean, they're not. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next one was Lightspeed Rescue, and then Time Force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and all three of them didn't have anyone in high school. They were all yeah, graduate. No. Like you know, they all have professional. They were all professionals in their careers. Yeah, I to like. To be fair, the... Time Force was shooty shooty bang bang. You know, trap people as dolls. But yeah. <laughs> well, but they do, they, I like the subplot in Time Force that they have to make money in order to, like, not be living, like, they need to oh, live somewhere, man. so they have, like, a crappy business, and, like, there's random episodes where they're like, oh, I'm gonna go paint this wall for someone for 30 bucks, and there just happen to be robots here doing something evil, <laughs> um, and, like, yeah. Wes's dad catches him taking out some garbage, and he's like, this is not for you, son. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was pretty good. Wes's dad's arc was it's when brilliant. he found yeah. when he finds out that Wes is the Red Ranger. He's like, "What? <laughs> like, no, this this makes total sense. I love my son. Must protect him." And I was like, "Damn it!" Hey, this is Jacob, aka Iron Avenger Fifty Two, and you're listening to Zeal to Hear. All right, do you want to do the wrap-up? Me? Yeah. No, I want James to do it. Yeah! The host of the show. Come on! Hi, James. <laughs> okay, I don't know what you normally say, but the show is over now. <laughs> hey, that's what I was... Okay, all right. Oh. So... You can't stay here, but you can't... Uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> Closing time. Sorry. Yeah! I couldn't help it. He started it. <laughs> yes. So, uh... What a really great episode. We have kind of dove into all... Man, what what did we get into almost on this thing? Explosions. We, talked about we didn't get into the Michael season. Bay explosions. Oh. That's what we didn't get into. We didn't get into explosions, yeah. Explosions we'll and uh, for... childhood traumas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, <laughs> it was a pleasure for you to come on with us and talk Power Rangers. Likewise. Ah, uh, yes. If you ever want to come back, let us know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we I know we might have scared you away now. We but... can come up with some <laughs> theories and stuff for you. <laughs> we can come up with our own fan theories on the fly. Oh, yes. We can. All right. That would be there's... hard to do. No, there, there's been episodes Billy and I have done it on the fly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've done it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we done it. It's great. Remember, uh, there's an episode with Casey where we did that. We got uh, to synchronize the Capri Sun pouches because you got to respect the pouch. <laughs> while we drink it right 
And that's how we'll come up with our theories. So. <laughs> All right, James, where can people find you at? Uh, I am Beauty Baba Yaga on most social media. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I have a Facebook page, but I haven't updated it in like two years. Don't follow my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Facebook, what the that, that? and there's a uh, underscore in that name is right. Sometimes there's a dot. Uh, but okay. I feel like if you type it in, it's probably going to show up. I will link it in the description. Right. Don't worry. Calm down. I got this. I do this all the time. Nobody panic. <laughs> I'm panicking. Oh, God. <laughs> just, just I'm going to channel, like, ah! channel my inner Tina Tina Belcher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, Billy, where can people find you well, at? You can find us uh, at the Shoe Palace because my shoes are falling apart. Or at Zio Tahiro across all platforms and on TikTok. It's the same. I've run out of content on there. They're not releasing no more toys, so I can't make nothing else. <laughs> oh, man. Why don't you just do full like, conspiracy theory videos? Come on, man. Well, on. that does do well. <laughs> or you can find uh, you can find us also at uh, nopersonalplugs.com or NotSoFunnyGym or what, what do you change your name to now? I have no idea. I forgot. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> all righty, guys. We're done. Thanks, James. Yep. Any, any closing thoughts you want to spew out real quick? Closing thoughts. I love Power Rangers. Hey, that's good enough. I... We we use that title already. You can't use it. <laughs> We've got TM, TM, TM. Do you want to be a hero, but you're not? Do you want to be a Jiro or a Kojiro, but you can't because you're not Japanese? Have you considered Zio to hero? Remember, heroes come and go. Idiots are broken. Jubilee! Jubilee! Well, yeah, I'll make you sound good. Uh, I, I always try to make the guests sound as good as possible. I make us sound like morons, so you're good. <laughs> I should. If you had told me that at the beginning, I would have tried to sound really stupid the whole time to challenge you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>